0: Hey, Sparkles, you're listening to the Friendly Confines podcast with Chad and Ryan. This is David Kaplan from ESPN 1000 Chicago and NBC Sports Chicago. Take that.
1: Chad, another great special edition. Our old friend, David Kaplan. The Catman joins us from ESPN 1000 to talk about what is going on with the Cubs this year, and Cap had a lot to say. That is for one thing. Oh, just so fired up!
2: Love his energy. I mean, he's such a he he's you know he's such a big Cubs fan, and he really wears it. And he's also you know one of the the kings right now of of uh, Chicago media as it applies to covering the Cubs and also the other other teams in the market. So always great to have Cap. I mean, second time he's been on the show and you absolutely want to stick around to listen to what he thinks he would do if he was in charge of the front office.
1: Yeah. He has some really interesting thoughts about how to handle the pending free agencies for, of course, Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, and Javi Baez. Plus, does he think this team can sustain any success this season? You definitely want to hear what he has to say. So here is our full length uninterrupted interview With ESPN 1000's David Kaplan, right here on the Friendly Confines. Let's start here, man. How should Cubs fans kind of be at this point towards this franchise apathetic angry or option C do they maybe go your route now and maybe start cheering on the
0: White Sox a little bit more what how do you view the sphere of how Cub fans should maybe react to what we've seen so far okay so let me just put this whole White Sox thing to bed because all these people go really dude you're a White (laughs) Sox so I do mornings now on ESPN. So I'm in I'm up at four in the morning. I get to work. I get ready. I do the show. Ten thirty comes. I'm literally done until I have to do TV at five o'clock in the afternoon. I'm done. I work out, hang out with my dogs, and just enjoy life. And it's great. It's my favorite shift I've ever worked. It's not for everybody. If you don't like going to bed earlier, getting up super early, it's not for everyone. I said to my wife. Hey, hunt, we should buy tickets to both baseball teams, like a 15 game package to both. She's like, I'm in. I'll do whatever you want. So I have 15 games I'm going to go see the Cubs, 15 games I'm going to go see the White Sox. I come in one day to work and they're like, what's going on, Cappy? I said, hey, I just got done buying White Sox season tickets last night. You did what? I said, I bought a 15 game package. Oh, that's the lead of the show. So now all of a sudden. <laughs> All these people out there, you you hate the Cubs? No. And when the Cubs play the Sox, I hope they bury them. But I like good baseball. And this other part of your question, how should Cubs fans feel? They should feel freaking pissed off. They should be really angry that a franchise that is worth almost $4 billion is going to go through another rebuild. It better be fast. That's all I can tell you because I think it's embarrassing.
2: You look at this team, and you—you, you, I mean, the all but one of the infielders in the in the World Series champion team is there. One of the outfielders is there. The 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 catcher is one of the three catchers. I mean, it's the six of the guys are there. Um, when you look at this team, what do you make of this? Why I have this theory, Dave, that that, that I think they reached. Valhalla, they've got there and I think they've got nothing to play for anymore. Do you think it's a matter of heart or do you think it's a front office not making the right moves to get them the support they need?
0: Oh, I don't think it has anything to do with heart. I know these guys. These guys are pros man. They want to win. So I don't think it has anything to do with it. I truly believe that this team, for whatever reason, the collection of parts are it just doesn't work as a whole. Like if you're a fan, pick a random team, the Texas Rangers, and you announce, hey, we just signed Chris Bryant. You think you just signed one of the great players in the sport. Then if you're a fan of the Mariners, guess what? We just got hobby bias. You'd be like, that's one of the most exciting, dynamic players in the game. Well, all those guys are on our team, and our team's not very good. That's the disappointing thing of what the heck has gone wrong with the Chicago Cubs. But I put it right back, and I'm not talking behind their back. I said this to Theo before he left. You said in 2018 your offense broke, and your answer was Daniel Descalso for $2.5 for two years. That's it. And then in 19 our offense is still broken. You did nothing. 20, well, it's a pandemic. I can't do anything. 21, yeah, trade away some money, get under the luxury tax one more go because you've waited so long now you can't trade these guys for the big package you could have gotten a long time ago. It takes real cojones that after you win the 16 World Series, you don't get where you want to go after 17 to be able to say, we got to make some trades, guys. I'm sorry, we got to make a move. Because much as all these guys could say, I was never offered an extension, and we all know who we're talking about, Theo went on my radio show and said, We offered every one of our core guys massive extensions. Other than Kyle Hendricks, they all said, no, thank you. And that's their right. But please don't tell me, all these fans out there, believed whatever the players say, they soak it up like pablum. Please don't tell me that Theo Epstein and Jed Hoyer didn't try to sign their guys long-term. Because if they didn't, that's malpractice. Cap, is
1: there any way you point any finger at David Ross for what's going on right
0: now or is it is not it just, even it not yeah. even one iota none but it, he's not up there hitting he wasn't a great hitter anyway so thank goodness he's not up there hitting <laughs> but this is not on David the guys show up they give a credible effort I don't see guys dogging it I don't see culture problems I think David's really good I just at some point, Javi Baez can't be on a pace to strike out 313 times. Just can't happen. Jock Peterson, uh, he's still in Arizona because the guy that came here doesn't look like the guy I watched at spring training. At some point, he better start hitting. So that is not on David, not even a little bit. David Bodie's hitting what, a buck 20, a buck 50? That's not on David. That's on David Bodie, not David Ross.
2: Uh, you, you you mentioned that there's just a collection of the of the guys that are on historically bad paces. I mean, this team is, as you look at it, uh, in Major League Baseball, one of the worst teams in baseball offensively. Um, you know, you can say Chris Bryan is starting to shine, which is uh, a positive for him, but not really helping the team, carrying them along. What do you, what do you make of this team? Is this one of those slow starting situations, or, or is this team just the, the focus isn't there, or maybe the, the game plan isn't um, connected with what they need to do uh, against Major League Pitching?
0: Um, I don't think it's game plan. I think sometimes it just doesn't work. We've all been in relationships with, you know, you're dating someone, and you're like, she's beautiful, she's smart, she's funny, and it just, for whatever reason, it doesn't click. From the outside, everyone looks, like, boy, you guys make a beautiful couple. And inside, you're going, yeah, this ain't going to work. For whatever reason, and these are all... Really good players. And for whatever reason, it hasn't worked. And it's not that this team's off to a slow start. 17, they had a kick them in the ass at the All-Star break, and they found a way to win the division. 18, our offense is broken. That's from the Hall of Fame bound executive, who I'm a big fan of. 19, they don't even make the playoffs. Now they get rid of, what, another hitting coach, another pitching coach, Uh, a manager like all these changes come about and it's at some point you just got to look and go you know what we got to shake it up it's not working we'll be right
1: back with david kaplan after this it's time for the golden cubs fun fact of the week brought to you by our partners at golden rule Entertainment. Before he became president of the United States, Ronald Reagan used to call Cubs games on WHO radio in Des Moines, Iowa in the 1930s. Back then, a ticker would come in describing the game, and then Reagan would recreate the action from the studio. The former president would eventually leave his radio career for Hollywood to make movies and then, of course, eventually have a successful career in politics. That's your Golden Cubs Fun Fact of the Week, brought to you by Golden Rule Entertainment, offering big league opportunities while owning a piece of a minor league-style ball club. To find out more information about how you can become an owner, go to www.goldenruleentertainment.com. And now more of our interview with ESPN 1000's David Kaplan. So, so Cap, with that being said, you know, Bryant, Rizzo, Bias, Contreras, are you, are you keeping any of those guys is, if you're looking at the, the whole picture right now, or are you getting
0: rid of all of them and just blowing it all up? What, what would you yeah. do? So here's what I would personally do. I'd go to Chris because Chris looks a lot better to me. He does because he's healthy. I would go to Chris Bryant. And I would say, here's what I can afford to pay you. Whatever that number is, I don't know what Theo's or Jed's budget is. But for everyone out there who wonders, does Mr. Ricketts have to approve this? Does he have to approve that? From what Theo told me, Tom gives him a number now that's Jed doing the same thing. Here's a number. We'll pull a number out of thin air, and I don't think I'm too far off. Let's call it 250 million dollars. That 250 that's to cover everything in baseball operations. I mean everything. That covers what you're paying your minor leaguers. That covers any staff that you have, your GM, your t- the team president, all of it. All comes out of that's baseball operations. There's 250 or $275 million. You do with it what you want. You want to pay one guy $44 million a year? Okay. Don't come back to me and ask me for more money. I've given you more than enough to win. And this notion that, well, the Ricketts family's cheap and they won't spend. They had one of the highest payrolls in the game. Let's take last year's team and let's give every guy a $10 million raise. Now all of a sudden that payroll is what, $500 million? Did they win the World Series? No, it's not what you spend. It's who you spend it on. He's not asking you to win on a $30 million shoestring. They give you... There were not luxury tax two consecutive years, and the players didn't deliver. So I'd go to Chris. Whatever that number is that Jed feels he can afford, if Chris says, I can't do that, gone. I'm trading you as fast as I can. You look healthy, put up a few more numbers. As soon as somebody's ready to bite, gone. Then I go to Wilson Contreras. Hey, man, I got another year of control with you. I like you. Here's what I can pay you. Nope, I'm not interested. Gone. Javi, we offered you a massive deal a year ago. You turned it down. Here's what we can pay you. You have got to show some productivity here. Otherwise, I'll get what I can. Gone. Anthony Rizzo, okay, I know you want the Paul Goldschmidt package. I can't go to that. You don't want the 70 I offered you. I understand that. Here's five years at 100 20 million a year he's making 16 and a half now on a deal he agreed to seven or eight years ago so guess what here's what i can give you and if he says yes sign him up he's going to be a cub for life i've got him locked up here i'm happy and then i'm trading zach davies if he does anything i'm trading trevor uh trevor williams if he does anything and I'm starting to rebuild my team in the offseason because I got very little payroll. And if I got Chris Bryant and Anthony Rizzo both to accept those deals, I'm good with that.
2: That's a good cornerstone. And you do have a few prospects uh, that, that you could hold on to. You didn't even mention Craig Kimbrell. That guy could really fetch if he uh, continues to flash what he's showing so far, even though it's very early. As a Cubs fan, w- you know what will you stomach in terms of a rebuild? How painful will this be in the coming years if you have – Rizzo and, and Chris Bryant on the on the bookends?
0: Um look, you're the Chicago Cubs. You're owned by a billionaire family and you are worth I think the last iteration from Forbes was three point three six billion. That was a month ago. And if you put them on the market, you're getting more than that. It's the Cubs. There would be enough bidders. So it's if, if this thing takes multiple years, and I'm talking four five years that's embarrassing it should never ever get to that what they should be able to do is okay we're not winning in 2021 i'm okay with that and maybe 22 that's it next winter if you don't re-sign three of these four core guys you should be able to be in play on any player in the game that's a free agent anyone Any guy that says, I want out of my current situation, I want to be traded. You should be aggressive and available to bring them in. But the whole crux of the whole problem is their player development has been awful. It really has. Chris Bryant, you got it, number two. He's been a wildly successful pick. Who else have they – seriously, who else have they drafted and developed? Give me one guy that they drafted – and developed and you went, That was a hell of a job right there. Give me one. yeah, I, it's, well, it's a, it's w- a, yeah you're right. W- Willie at third base.
2: Who, uh, Contreras? They brought him in in the infield and then Curtis made him into was a kid catch- signed
0: by Jim Hendry.
2: Oh, yeah, that you're right. Their, their organization. My apologies. You're right. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: They've been here since yeah. 2012. And again, yeah. I love those guys. They gave me the greatest moment of my sports life Yeah, when I'm in Cleveland that night in 2016 and they win the World Series on November 2nd. It was amazing. But we go back. Rizzo, they acquired in a trade. Mm -hmm. Excellent trade. Wilson Contreras, you just mentioned, Jim Hendry signed him. Javi Baez, drafted by Jim Hendry. Chris Bryant, I'll give you that one. Kyle Schwarber, that's a busted pick. You took him fourth overall and you non-tendered him? Seriously? You never gave him a contract, and I'm not disagreeing with the decision, but that means the pick wasn't very good. Let's go to second base. Nico Horner, he's all right. He's in the minors. People think it's suppression of service time. He's not being suppressed. He's never going to be a big money guy. He's not a 35 homer, 110 RBI, 320 hitter. He's a second baseman. He's all right. Go to the outfield. Did they get their money's worth from Jason Hayward? He ran a hell of a meeting. He's a wonderful guy a very average player, other than with his glove, he's great there. Ian Happ, ninth overall, he's all right. He's not great. You don't look and go, I got to go get an Ian Happ jersey, and I love Ian. He's a great kid. We go to left field, Jock Peterson for eight million. So, how about the pitching staff? Have they drafted and developed one guy in going on ten years? Ad alzali jury's out. Kyle Hendricks, they got in a trade. They traded for Jake Arietta. They traded for Zach Davies. They signed Trevor Williams as a free agent. Let's look at that uh, bullpen. Every single guy other than the guy they just brought up, Justin Steele, every guy was either a free agent, released by someone else, or was a trade. So this massive player development machine has been nothing short of garbage. Cap, we'll let you go on this. I I know we've been talking, it seems like, just about uh,
1: the the pending dismissal of this team and the downward fall, but are there any positives that we can take (laughs) away, you think? I know it seems like there aren't, but is there any glimmer of hope you think this year can possibly provide that we may see a change and there's a possible shot for this team to make a run
0: for the division or a spot in the postseason this year? Uh, I actually do think there are some positive things. You know, Craig Kimbrough, you mentioned earlier. Craig Kimbrel looks really, really good. We go back to last September, eight appearances, zero runs allowed. This year, seven appearances, zero runs allowed. So you should be able to get something pretty productive for Craig Kimbrough. Either he's closing games for you in September when you have surprisingly – made a run to get to the postseason, or you're trading him and getting a pretty solid package. Chris Bryant looks like he's finally healthy. So those two things, really important. Uh, Wilson Contreras, I think, is off to a nice start. Beyond that, I struggled to find another positive.
1: And our thanks to David Kaplan of ESPN 1000. Always love catching up with him. He's always been so great to me. Really appreciate the time that he gives us on this podcast. And, of course, you can find Chad and I on social media. I am at Ryan D. Lieber. Chad is at VChadGordon. And you can also find us on our Facebook page. It's the Chicago Cubs Friendly Confines Facebook page. Be sure to join the conversation. But a big part of what we're doing now, Chad, is our website. How can people access that?
2: Super easy. Go to theconfines.com. Yes, that was available and I scooped it up, theconfines.com. We've had it up for a couple months now and it's your place to see where our latest blog posts are, where the podcast, all the different episodes, and even you'll be able to watch our web series which is our new live video web series which is separate from the podcast where we do the uh, friendly confines extra innings edition so you'll be able to keep up on everything if you go to the very bottom of the confines.com you can sign up for our newsletter and get it every time new, something new hits or once a month a month once a month once a week it doesn't matter it's a way to stay connected and more and more uh, as we build our media empire as i mentioned before the kaplan interview it's all coming
1: right there awesome stuff so that is going to wrap things up on this edition of the friendly confines our thanks once again to david kaplan of espn 1000 for chad i'm ryan we'll talk to you next time everybody have a good one
2: see you at the ballpark everybody don't let anyone say that it's just a game for I've seen other teams and it's never the same When you're born in
0: Chicago, you're blessed and you're feel The first time you walk into Wrigley